Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Don't forget about us on SiriusXM Channel A. And also tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Ten minutes away, give or take a lie to. When it comes to what we know and what we're going to see from NFL, we got a part two of that. We did games earlier, and now we got part two of the games, especially three of the best games on the docket. We'll do that in about ten minutes. By the way, don't forget about college football action tomorrow night as Texas A&M will battle Arkansas, presented by presented, excuse me, by Dr. Pepper. Cards begins at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app because of Harry Douglas and the childhood that he did not have. And yes, I'm kidding because I don't care. He wasn't exactly in a toy kind of way. That's not how it was in his household. And they're good with that. Harry's turned out quite fine, depending on who you talk to. But we want to know exactly because <laughs> of Jaguars and Falcons on Sunday on ESPN Plus. They're doing a toy story theme when it comes to that game. Drew Carter's going to be the lead analyst for that. It's going to be a lot of fun on ESPN Plus. We want to know from you what was your favorite toy growing up at Triple H A ESPN? 888-729-3776. Tell us right now the Dr. Pepper call in line. Your favorite toy growing up. It's Friday. That's just what we do. Jesse in Florida, my friend. What was your favorite toy growing up? Hey, what's up, y'all? How you doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You too, my man. Um, So I was a huge fan of the Rock'em Sock'em Robots, man. Oh, man. We'd, we we would turn that into a competition. We'd have brackets. It was the whole thing. Man. They, and they came in the red and blue with the yellow ropes around and everything like that. Yeah, it had that See, I don't, I don't know thing. what those are. Oh, Google that, believe me. And make sure your kids are not around because if your son, Prince, sees that, he's going to want you to find one on eBay. I can guarantee. It was like the ultimate thing where you, you could play that for hours on end if you had brothers, if you had cousins, if you had a bracket like Jesse and Florida had. I guess he had like the 64-team tournament involving rock and sock and robots. That would never, ever get old because nothing beats trying to knock the opponent's block off and you got a toy to do it. Nothing beat that. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? Hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, That's a derivative of that. Absolutely. (laughs) You sound like Fat Albert there. That's that's what I call them big defensive linemen when they're going to get get them ball carriers. Uh Uh Big guys need loving too. We love when big people achieve. That's never been a problem as far as (laughs) as that goes (laughs) on any kind of program. Whether you're fat, nasty or not, we we love when big people achieve as far as that goes. Jason in Alabama, what was your favorite toy growing up? Uh, Hey, happy Friday. How's it going, fellas? We're going for Uh, all, my friend. Thanks for asking. HD, man, I'm a diehard Saints fan, but I got to tell you, I have a love-hate relationship with you. I love you post-career, but, man, I hated playing against you on Sundays, <laughs> but I tip my hat in respect. Nice. And uh, my, my favorite toy growing up was uh, He-Man and uh, Masters of the Universe uh, set. You know, it was the, the He-Man action figure with the Skeletor, and they had the little chest plate that, uh, you know, when you, would, when you would hit it, it would, like, rotate and show a little bit of damage, and you hit it again, it would show more damage. 
And, uh, man, I tell you, can't tell you all the times I was out in my little driveway in uh, Texas growing up saying, you know, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power. (laughs) (laughs) Jason delivered. He set it up, and then he knocked it out because you got to do that from the cartoon when it comes to He-Man. I have the power of Grayskull. You got to do it like that when you have He-Man. I used to love love Captain Planet, too. Like watching it. There you go. Planeteers, yeah, man. exactly. Mm-hmm. Captain, that Captain was like Planet, the, he's our hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, exactly. That was like that the guys like to loot and plunder. That, that was like the, <laughs> that was like the eco-friendly superhero was Captain Planet. He was the eco-friendly superhero. Spoiler China. alert: If you ever seen Fifth Element, you've seen Captain Planet. That is true. It, I it was seen good, Fifth good, good deep dive on that one. Yeah, that's completely, completely true as far as that goes. Ben in Florida, my friend. What was your favorite toy growing up? Yeah, how you guys doing? Love the show. Appreciate um, you. I think my favorite toy growing up was the Super Soaker water guns. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Parents' worst nightmare. Yeah, so I used to have like, um, you know, I think they had like the, it was like the fifty, the one hundred, or like the lower guns, and I had like the three thousand where you put like oh. a whole backpack on oh, full Lord. of water plus the gigantic like bazooka water gun. They hated seeing Ben in Florida coming down the neighborhood. Yes, he, they did. He, he was just like tiny in Friday. <laughs> ben said he about, he about to wet everybody exactly. up. Exactly. Everybody. Cars, people, animals, houses. When he when Ben was loaded and ready for bear, you had to take cover. And a, <laughs> a, a, an umbrella was not going to save you if Ben in Florida was on the loose. I wonder how many spankings Ben got because of that super soaker. <laughs> Put it this way. If you've been in Florida, let's say somebody's getting ready to spank you, you hit him with that 3,000 super soaker. You. <laughs> oh, God. That, that's what we're doing? Jeez. You. You. We're going to get fired. You, too. <laughs> we keep that. <laughs> One more from Terrell in Spokane. Terrell in Spokane, what was your favorite toy growing up, my friend? All right. First of all, Ben, hey, man, this is an awesome show, man. I love listening to you guys, especially on Fridays. We be going down. Y'all be jamming. I ain't love no Friday. <laughs> appreciate that, Terrell. Always yeah, appreciate love, that. love Friday. But, uh, yeah, but honestly, man, Ninja Turtles. Okay. If you had the bus, if you had the turtles, and if you had Master Splinter, you had it going on. I'm feeling that. Even though I'm not a Ninja Turtle fan, I can't tell you how many times, Harry, you saw those commercials. I was a huge Ninja oh, you Turtle were? fan. My son right now, like, I sit there and watch the Ninja Turtle stuff with my son. Like, okay. Like, to this day. Like, he, and he loves it because he loves, Daddy, let's fight. So, we, we got to get all kind of stuff around the house. Broomsticks and right. pretend like we're the Ninja Turtles. And, right. You know, Raphael is his favorite. Okay. Who's yours? <laughs> is it Donatello? It, it really doesn't matter. I liked all four of them. Okay. Wow. And, but but uh, I love uh, Master Splinter. So, Funny story, we used to call Andre Johnson Sensei when he was with us with the Tennessee Titans. He had that Sensei look about yes, him. Yes, and, and that demeanor, too. Like, yeah. calm, mild tone. Mm-hmm. But he would, Namaste. Hashitashi. If, if you put him in that mood, hey, Sensei was about to get you. Well, I saw that time when he did the what's-his-name, the defensive back, when he had enough. Oh, yes. It was a Corlin Finnegan. Mm-hmm, little yellow dude. He gave him the eight-piece, not Bruised the two. Up too. Yeah. Bruised him up, too. He was like, mm. All like, kind of red marks on his body. He, he he put it on him as far as that goes. Ninja, there you go. rap, go ninja, go ninja, go, 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 go ninja, go, go I, I, ninja, go ninja, go. I think we found the toy from Harry's childhood. Go, it go, was this. Go, go. It was completely. <laughs> so no lie, I probably watched that movie. Yeah. 
over 5,000 times as a kid. So turtle power means absolutely everything to you. Oh, yeah. Shredder and that ooze. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The secret of the, the, remember the sequel of the movie was the secret ooze. of the ooze. That's where Ninja Rap came from. Secret of the ooze. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they had a whole song called Turtle Power that actually made the top. That was 10. Vanilla Ice, right? That was do, second that one. Yeah, that. second one. Yeah, yeah. Turtle second Rap. One, yeah. The one we just played was Vanilla Ice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, turtle, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Turtle, the the Ninja Power was from the first movie. From the first movie, and yes. then Ninja Rap was the second one mm -hmm. with a yeah. cameo from yeah. uh, Vanilla Ice. This teenage mutant Ninja Turtle deep dive brought to you by Shannon Penn, our producer. I went in. I went in. I know you did. By the way, for those. Those who don't know, there's a Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. And I'm determined to go there one day. Me and my wife, Denise, we talked about this openly because I didn't realize there was a Toy Hall of Fame. And I remember finding out about that. And the person in charge would call it because he listened to the show. And he said, oh, yeah, they have a, they have a Toy Hall of Fame induction ceremony every year mm. to induct toys in the Toy Hall I of didn't Fame. Know that. It's in Rochester, New York. And I've seen it online. It is fantastic. You don't have to be a kid, you don't have to be an adult. If you want to have fun, there's a Toy Hall of Fame, a National Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. If you get a chance to be up in that area, that is a place that my wife and I are determined to go. Because if I'm going in there, I'm never leaving. I'm just in there the whole weekend, Harry. I'm a turtle from a turtle club. A turtle, a turtle. You and Shannon know way too much about that movie and those 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 reptilians, man. You guys know way too much I about that. I love me some Ninja Turtles. Freddie really and <laughs> Freddie and Harry, the official radio show of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. Oh my goodness! To the end zone. I've got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. Oh, baby! Give me everything you got! With Freddie and Harry. One last quick one about favorite toy growing up from David Scruggs on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at H. Douglas 83. He says, Crocodile Mile, the old slip and slide. You always miss that one rock that you hit sliding on your stomach and got up checking the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yes, David, spot on because Slip everybody, slide, oh, yeah, everybody can relate to that. Yeah, sometimes you just didn't need a pool; you just needed that, some land, and some water, and let the fun begin. Don't get lost in the sauce. Yeah, slipping slide, slipping slide, pause, <laughs> complete pause. We're gonna get lost <laughs> in the sauce. Now it's NFL Sunday. We got plenty of questions and answers, meaning what we know and what we're going to see. The biggest game of the weekend. That's where we start. Dolphins at Bills. Dolphins undefeated. They scored 130 points in the first three games. That's the third most in NFL history. And after week one, that Buffalo Bills offense, they've been rocking, and that defense has been socking all season long. Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorite, Harry. So what do we know, and what do you think we're going to see? Fred, I think we know this is the best game of the day. Also, that this game has huge implications when it comes to the AFC East. I think also in the AFC as a whole. Now, what I need to see is can that Bills defense slow down this track team of the Miami Dolphins? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to in this football game. Can't wait to see if they're up for the task and if they're able to do it. Here's what I know. This is going to be an X-rated game. No boys allowed, no children allowed. Stay home. This Channel 99? A, Channel this, 98? Uh, okay. This is going to be a grown man game because these two teams don't like each other. They, all the – conversation we heard about that Miami offense you know the Bills have heard it they're sick and tired of that that's what we know there's gonna be a man's game on Sunday what I can't wait to see is what is Josh Allen going to do in a big game like this 
He has not had this kind of game with this kind of magnitude in more than a minute. The last time we saw him in a game of this magnitude, they didn't look good against the Cincinnati Bengals in that playoff game where they got the blood beaten out of them on their home court in the Winter Olympics in that football game. He has a chance to flip that script with the Miami team coming in that many people lead the defense won't be able to slow down, won't be able to stop. What can Josh Allen do to be the guy that I know he can be, especially in a situation like this? That's what I can't wait to see. Patriots at Cowboys. Patriots trying to make it two in a row. The Cowboys trying to make trying not to make it two in a row when it comes to two losses in a row to losing Arizona the Cardinals. Harry, what do you know? What do you want to see? I know tomorrow on Saturday when the New England Patriots go to the Dallas Cowboys and go to the Dallas area that Ezekiel Elliott is going to have a range of emotions. That's what I do know. It's like natural. That. It's going back to his former team. What I want to see in this matchup, though, if this game comes down to it being in Dak Prescott's hand, hands, can he override Mac Jones? And a lot of people are probably laughing, like, what do you mean can he override and overplay and play better than Mac Jones? Well, for some reason, when I looked at the last two years in the playoffs, it was Jimmy Garoppolo. It was Brock Purdy. I looked last week. It was Joshua Dobbs. If the game is in Dak Prescott's hands, is he going to be the better quarterback in this matchup? That's what I'm waiting to see. Here's what I know. The first one to score 21 is going to win this game. It's not going to be an up-and-down kind of game. It's going to have all the makings of kids fighting a recess. That's what we're going to see. That's what I know. First one of 21 is going to win this game. It's not going to be an up-and-down game. What I can't wait to see is if the Cowboys can stop the Pages running game. The Pages looked at that film, and you know Bill Belichick loves looking at that film ad nauseum. And he saw the, the Arizona Cardinals were leaving cleat marks on the face of the Dallas Cowboys front seven in their secondary. And he looked at that and said, ooh-wee, I can do the same thing. That's what I want to see. If the Pages can be able to run the rock on the Cowboys like the Cardinals did last Sunday when they beat the Cowboys. Commanders at Eagles. It's really getting the full beat out of them. That's something that the Commanders last week losing their first game to the Buffalo Bills. Meanwhile, the Eagles, oh, nobody's talking about them. Everybody's talking about everybody else. And here they are oh, being undefeated at 3-0. What do you know? What do you want to see, Harry? I know that Jalen Hurts in his mindset, when he said, I thought the ultimate goal was winning, that meant something to his football team. That meant something to his coach. It also yeah. meant something to me. Mm-hmm. What I need to see from the Washington Commanders is if they're going to be able to protect Sam Howell because they gave up nine sacks and had five turnovers last week for those interceptions by Sam Howell. I go back to early in the year in 2022 when they played the Philadelphia Eagles. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz was the quarterback, and he was sacked nine times. <laughs> that defensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles right now they can't wait to get to Sunday so they can add to their stats when it comes to sacking the quarterback. Here's what I know. DeAndre Swift running back in Philadelphia is legit. Yep. Period. Everybody worried about, oh, they lost a couple of running backs. Mm, they got that guy, a guy who grew up in Philadelphia, a Philadelphia native playing for his hometown team, and he is running as if his hair is on fire. And that has made all the difference. Whatever struggles Jalen Hurts has early – DeAndre Swift has been the perfect answer why they're going to be okay. That's what I know. Here's what I want to see. And you made the point of it's not so much protecting Sam Howell, Harry, when it comes to the offensive line of Washington. Can Sam Howell protect himself? Mm-hmm. You're going into this game knowing that, man, whew, I just got out of the cold tub on Thursday. and <laughs> I got to go back out there after those ruffians in Buffalo beat on me and now this Eagles defense can do the same thing. 
It's not so much that the offensive line has to protect Sam Howell. Sam Howell's got to protect himself as well. If he can't do that. Can't hold a football. Right. It's going to be wash, rinse, repeat from what we saw last week, what happened to him when they lost that way to the Buffalo Bills. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry giving you little NFL questions and answers for the games this weekend in terms of what we know, what we see. We're about to do that and continue that on ESPN Radio. Chiefs at Jets. I'm really stunned. This is only a nine-point spread in terms of the Chiefs being favored by nine points. I thought for sure that'd be in double digits, but I digress. Las Vegas did not have all those tall buildings being built because they gave out money to people and not take money in. But you got this game on Sunday Night Football, Harry. What do you know? What are you going to see? I know the Kansas City Chiefs last week versus the Chicago Bears were able to find their offensive groove. What I need to see, though, is Zach Wilson versus the Blitz. I know Kansas City defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo, he's going to bring the heat. He's going to bring the heat. Chris Jones, they better have a plan for them. But I want to see how Zach, Zach Wilson is going to be against the Blitz because so far this year he has been terrible against it. Here's what I know. I'll be sick and tired of crowd shots showing Taylor Swift in the stands by midway through the first Swifties. quarter. Swifties. That's what I know. Nothing against her. I'm not against anybody that's celebrated or having that kind of celebrity. But NBC is going to lose their rabid Taylor Swift minds showing her every possession, especially Travis Kelsey is going to have an off-the-hook game. That's what I know. What I want to see, the over-under when it comes to Boo Birds and poor Zach Wilson, the quarterback of the Jets. The first time he throws the ball into the ground or miss a wide-open wide receiver, they're going to drown out Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth on NBC on Sunday night <laughs> with the boos. That's what I want to see, how long that's going to take if Zach Wilson plays like the Zach Wilson we've seen so far in the first three years of his NFL career. Bengals at Titans. Bengals, they got the snide, got their first victory. The Tennessee Titans were still trying to figure out who they are as a one and two team. Harry, what do you know? What are you going to see? Well, I know both of these teams, the Bengals and also the Tennessee Titans, they struggled within their first three games. And when you look at Cincinnati, Joe Burrow last week, although things didn't look great, him being out there diversifying the football was a good thing for them. Now, what I want to see is how their offensive line is going to fare up versus the Tennessee Titans. I can't help but think about that playoff game not too long ago when that Bengals offensive line, even though it was a different unit, gave up nine sacks, but they were still able to win. I think right now that's something that you don't want to do. And when you look at Jeffrey Simmons, Tier Tart, Danico Autry, Harold Landry III, those guys are going to be coming because they know they have to be that much better for Tennessee to be able to have a chance in this ball game. So can that offensive line, that's what I want to see, mm-hmm. can they block the defensive front of the Tennessee Titans on Sunday? Here's what I know. Mojo Mixon will have another 100-yard rushing game for the Cincinnati Bengals, where they will not have to rely on so much of Joe Burrow and compromising that cow strain because he's been terrific running the football for this football team. That's what I know. What I want to see, how much longer is it going to be for Ryan Tannehill being the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? Because he has looked completely washed so far for the Tennessee Titans after three games. They drafted Will Levis for a reason this year. They drafted him a week Willis last year for a reason to take the job when it comes to the end of the season, when it comes to Ryan Tannehill. He has another washed-up type performance. You wonder how much longer he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Cardinals at 49ers. We know the Cardinals will battle at 1-2, and two, getting their first win of the season versus Dallas. We know the 49ers love that kind of battle as an undefeated team in the NFL, Harry. What do you know? What do you think you're going to see? I know if the Arizona Cardinals are on your schedule, I don't care who they're playing. You better take them seriously. 
Like, you, you better be serious about the Arizona Cardinals because what I've seen from them in their first three games, I know that they're going to come prepared and ready to play. Now, what I want to see is the San Francisco 49ers, and I said it last week with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Don't play with your food. <laughs> Don't play with your food. You're, you're, you're considered upper echelon when it comes to not just the NFC but the National Football League. That's what I want to see. I want to see if you're going to chew your food and swallow it and not play around with it. That's what I want to see from San Fran. Yep. Here's what I know. The 49ers defense will not allow the Arizona Cardinals to do to them what they did to the Dallas Cowboys. Those bloodthirsty pirates on defense in San Francisco, they are not having that. So that's what I know. What I want to see is Joshua Dobbs can do it again for the Arizona Cardinals. Made plays with his arm, made plays with his legs, managed the, the game extremely well, didn't turn the football over. I want to see if he can do that the way he did against a really good defense last week and against a better defense this Sunday in San Francisco. Seahawks at Giants. That game Monday night at 8.15 Eastern time on ESPN. The Seahawks after, I don't know what happened, week one versus the Rams. They looked like the Seahawks, and I thought we were going to see back-to-back wins in week two and week three. Maybe about the New York Giants, we don't know if they're going to have Saquon Barkley, but a lot's going to be placed on the shoulders of Daniel Jones. What do you know, Harry, and what do you want to see? Yeah, I know the Giants aren't a good football team, right? Uh, they have a lot of injuries. The offensive line isn't good. That's one thing I do know. I just want to make sure Shannon and also Devin understood that. <laughs> and and Cardi, too. And, and, the, yes, and Nick. Yeah, yeah, I want to make sure all three, the three musketeers yeah. really hear that from me and understand that it's real. No, it's not a dream. You can pinch yourself all you want. You're not going to wake up. It's real reality. <laughs> now, for, for the Seattle Seahawks, we talk about this office, offensive line for the Giants. I want to see their defensive line be dominant yeah. versus a handicapped offensive line. That's what I want to see in this matchup from them. Here's what I know. Geno Smith is going to play well for the third straight week in a row because that's how talented a quarterback he's become with the right kind of team and right kind of environment and a struggling Giants defense. That's what I know. What I want to see is Saquon Barkley's not out there. What kind of game plan is going to be there for the Giants? And if they're going to protect Daniel Jones, that means they really don't trust that he can put this team on his shoulders without Saquon Barkley having his back in the backfield. Questions and answers for the NFL part of the weekend preview. Thanks to Geico. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. So go to geico.com today and save. Harry Douglas will be a part of the game on Sunday between the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens in Cleveland. He'll be doing that game with Steve Levy. I'll ask him and our next guest, which team is it more of a statement game for, Cleveland or Baltimore? Keep it here on Harry at Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The hunt for October continues on ESPN Radio. It's the final weekend of the regular season, and two teams fighting for a spot in the postseason go head-to-head in Phoenix when the Astros face the Diamondbacks. Coverage begins today at 9 Eastern and tomorrow at 7.30 Eastern. This and every game of the postseason is on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He's Harry Dunn. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I got some Freddie Coleman together in the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Harry Douglas will be on the call for the Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Coverage begins at noon Eastern time on ESPN Radio, which means I really, really feel sorry for Steve Levy. He'll be the play-by-play voice on that game. Does a great job at ESPN Anchor. Hit him on Twitter at ESPN Steve Levy. He joins us here on Freddie and Harry. So, Steve, what do you think it's going to be like when you got you, Mr. Professionalism, and then Harry Douglas, who's the opposite (laughs) of that, and you're doing an NFL game on Sunday? Wait a second now. On the radio, is this the Freddie, Harry, and Stevie show right now, right? Yes, it is. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie, if you will. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to working with Harry. We did a game last year together. Uh, get you guys on speaker. We had, a, we had a really good time, really good game, entertaining game. Came down late. Were we in uh, – was that Indy last year? Yeah, I Indy think? versus the, um, the, the Eagles. Philly, right? Yep. It was the Eagles. Yeah. Was that um, – was that the run in overtime? Jalen Hurts up the middle? Like, yep. Was that overtime draw. too? No, yeah, I, I think, think it was, was uh, late in the fourth. Or late in the fourth, yep. maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we got a history of good games, and uh, and this one shapes up. You know, we're, we're getting ready to rip the calendar off to October on Sunday, boys. Yeah. And uh, I think I think that's when you, you know, you find out a little bit about these teams, what they're all about. You get the, you know, the regular season, preseason out of the way, the first three games, and now it starts to – you know, get down to the tough business. Hey, Steve, I got to ask you about the Cleveland Browns because they've been number one in just about every category from a defensive perspective. How impressed have you been with them in the first three weeks on the defensive side? Yeah, I mean, no question, especially especially at home. They've, you know, we'll see them in Cleveland this weekend in the two home games. They haven't given up a touchdown, and they've got you know six points, two field goals. So, uh, so they found they found that gear, and really, you know, I think the game against Pittsburgh, which they lost on the road. Uh, was really very winnable. Uh, I think Deshaun just had an off night, and he probably won't play that poorly again. Maybe not all season. And he credit the Steelers' defense there. But my point is, I mean, the Browns are right there. This is a tough division, and um, you know the Bengals now. You know, with the getting that first win, and all of a sudden here comes Cincinnati too. So again, you could make the argument once again that uh, this division, the AFC North, might be the best in football. Yeah, no doubt about that. Steve Levy, he and Harry Douglas will be on the call for the Browns taking on the Ravens in Cleveland. Does a great job with ESPN anchor and play-by-play announcer joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. If I ask the question, Steve, who is this a bigger statement game for, the Cleveland Browns or the Baltimore Ravens? What is your answer? Uh, it's a very good question. Listen, I, I just don't think we're getting the full complement of, uh, of Ravens. I think this is a very tough spot for Baltimore. Um, you know, I think the quarterbacks are going to do what they do. I think Baltimore is still so banged up. You know, they come off the loss last week of the Colts. They were down seven starters. They're going to be without five starters, two top wide receivers. So, again, after we've just been praising the Browns' defense, 
I think, uh, you know, Baltimore really comes in banged up on the offensive end. Obviously, you know, J.K. Dobbins, you know, the thing they're going to get Gus Edwards back, uh, Justice Hill back. Uh, but I, I, I think it's more of a statement for Cleveland to say, hey, we, you know, we can be consistently this good and really make a name for this. Listen, Deshaun is still, you know, I, I think he's, he's still getting the rust off him. When was the last mm-hmm. time he played a full season? Yeah. You know, missed the first 11 games last year. Been a bit spotty up and down, but he comes off his, his best game as a Brown this past week. And and we are watching for a little shoulder injury there. Uh, Deshaun is actually listed as questionable on today, the final injury report, uh, based on a hit he took last week. So we'll watch uh, we'll watch for that. Yeah, when I, when I watched that game, Steve, uh, the one that the Ravens just lost to the Colts, you do give credit to Indy for what they were able to do. But it, for yeah. me, it was the self-inflicted wounds for the Baltimore Ravens. That's being down a lot of players. They still should have won that game, whether it was the turnovers, the offensive line not protecting, you know, Zay, um, the receiver and Lamar Jackson not being on the same page, whether it's man or zone on a critical third down, right? And then you look at that secondary of Baltimore, I think that's really a spot that's really been hurting them because yep. in overtime they gave up a big catch to Michael Pittman when you got two guys right there. So when you look at the Baltimore Ravens in their secondary, do you think they will be able to hold up against an Amari Cooper and also an Elijah Moore? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something to watch for. Um, you know, for me, where they currently are, I had to do a double take because I, I was in the booth last week. I'm trying to remember where I was last week. It's, it's hard. Oh, yeah, Meadowlands, the Jets and Patriots. Um, I, I couldn't believe the Ravens lost at home to the Colts, and that's, that's no disrespect to Indy, but I feel like the Colts are still sort of finding themselves, and we know what the Ravens are about, and so I was very surprised. Baltimore had every opportunity to win that football game. I think weather was sort of a factor, too, there. Um, you know, Lamar fumbled the football a couple of times. They only lost one. And what you never see, um, you know, even from 61, Justin Tucker missed a field goal, yeah. yep. right? Self, self-proclaimed, you know, greatest kicker and, and it hits all the big shots and, you know, six, you know, this guy hit for 66. He's got the NFL record. So we've seen him do that. So he missed from 61 on what would have been a potential game winning field goal. So, I think a lot of things went wrong, the injuries among them. But you're right, the secondary of Baltimore will be something to watch for. Uh, Marcus Williams is at least practicing, so that's that's really good. He was injured in the opener. Uh, they've already ruled Marlon Humphrey out. We'll see on Geno Stone. Um, you know, Kyle Hamilton's banged up a little bit too, but uh, he didn't play last week, but I expect he'll play this week as well. But I think this is a great game uh, for our audience. I think if you look at the entire week four schedule, this is among the top two, three, maybe four games in the entire league. And I see low scoring. That's the kind of game I see. Steve Levy, the great ESPN anchor and play-by-play announcer. Hit him on Twitter at ESPN. Steve Levy joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. You mentioned the other games that everybody be paying attention to as well, especially the game going on at that time when it comes to the Dolphins or the Bills. I also work yes. about Eastern time. No matter what happens on Sunday, I believe the winner will be the team to beat. But right now, in your opinion, who is the team to beat in that? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply division Dolphins or the Bills yeah listen I, I don't know how you go against Miami right now like they just they just look unstoppable um, I think everybody is afraid of their speed and I don't I think Buffalo's down a notch now they're still very good they could still win the division but I don't think they strike the fear and everyone you know outside of what they did a week ago and that was a different opponent obviously but um I think Miami, and I'm surprised, by the way. I, I, you know, I would have said Buffalo all the way. I, I, you know, I never bought into the Jets mm-hmm. uh, being Super Bowl, even without Aaron with Aaron Rodgers. I always thought, you know, Buffalo was the was still going to be the cream of this division, and Miami and the Jets would fight it out for for second. To me, the Dolphins' season rests on the health of of Tua Tagovailoa, um, but they're having a blast down there. They're having, you know. Mike McDaniel, everything he's done, I think he's a really easy guy to root for. Uh, they're just so exciting to watch, and um, you know they're, they're fun on TV, on ra- in radio, on radio, and in person. So I'm going to say Miami right now until until somebody beats them. No doubt about that. Hey Steve, good luck on Sunday, and we don't mean the broadcast. We mean the deal with Harry <laughs> Douglas, my friend, for three and a half hours. Okay. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, we're gonna get wild, man, in the land. Okay, we're gonna get crazy, get nutty. Oh boy, right. show up on time for kickoff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's well, right, baby. I, I want video of this now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make sure the network doesn't come to us early, Freddie. We might not be there early. <laughs> Your secrets will be safe with us, one way or the other. Let's look at it that All way. Right? <laughs> Thanks a lot, the Steve. Pre-game show is going to be elsewhere okay you know what i mean uh, <laughs> this has local watering hole written all over it when it comes to the pregame no doubt enjoy the game steve also a pleasure my brother take care all right freddie see you soon take care harry i'll see you in touch but all right but oh that's fantastic steve levy espn anchor and espn play-by-play announcer he and harry douglas will have the call on sunday noon eastern time with select espn radio stations in cleveland as the browns host the ravens both of these two teams at two and one heading into that outstanding which should be an outstanding matchup in the afc north he is harry douglas i'm freddie coleman thanks for joining us on freddie and harry it's time for us to get it going when it comes to not one not two but three games in the NFL. Find exactly what we're talking about next involving our co-workers on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming on Monday. Don't miss us recapping the biggest stories from college football as we march toward the college football playoff. It's unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. It is my favorite Janet Jackson video ever. If you don't know why, just Google Janet Jackson. I get so lonely. And you're welcome from Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and also tell that smart speaker on Love Friday to play ESPN Radio. Each and every week, we love our ESPN Radio family. But there's always those three days where we're on one side and they are on the other. You know it better as. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. 
So right now we're in second place behind Q Myers and Game Night when it comes to ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge Week 4. Game Night is 8-1. and one. We're 6-3 and three, tied with Carlin versus Joe. You got the morning people known as unsportsmanlike, meaning Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman. They're 5-4. and four. Amber and Ian are 4-5. and five. And Greedy's just give up. I mean, I, I guess Himbo's not having a good year, Harry. <laughs> Greeny is 1-7. After winning this whole shebanga-bang last year, the shebanga-bang has fallen on him and Himbo being 1-7 and seven and bringing up the rear. They waved the white flag. It's understandable. It's like that sometimes. They're the mm-hmm. Chicago Bears. They're the New York Jets. Right. They're who else is terrible, right? The Denver Broncos. Keep going. Yeah. They're, they're, Carolina Panthers. Uh, boy. I knew you had it in you. <laughs> <laughs> so we got three games, and normally we always survey the room. The room is always going to win. We start with the biggest game of the weekend. Dolphins at Bills. All right, the Dolphins are two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to let the hosts go last. We're going to have the guys behind the scenes go first. But real quick, are we including Nick Cardi on this? Hell no. Get that snitch out of here. <laughs> Whoa. Look, game night is in first place. You know, I work on game night. So, one, one you know, night we're in first place. Cube. So, Nick, yeah. get your ass out of there. You're not picking with us, buddy. Sorry. We got Q Myers fat head on my bedroom wall. Oh, we're in first place. Oh, I need a brew, dude. What is that voice? Yours. Hey. I don't sound like that at all. But Oh, yes, you do, yeah, Nick. You do. I don't know. Maybe no, if you not. guys were 8-1 and one like Q, I'd help you out. Well, I, I guarantee you, Q's 8-1, and one and you have nothing he's to do with it. He's definitely out now. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> out. Oh, that, so we're just going to include Demi K and Shannon Penn. Exactly. Yeah, so that's not happening for you. So Shannon Penn, Dolphins, Bills, Bills, two and a half point favorite. What say you? Oh, wow. Put me on the spot here. Okay, cool. I said, I said the people behind the scenes going first. I was going to Devin first. go first. How, how do you get put on? You know yeah. what the segment is? How you put on the no, spot? I know, I know what Shannon was doing. Shannon was looking at Janet Jackson on his computer. I don't blame him. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen that video at least a million times, and it's going to be a million one after this show's over. I can guarantee that. Let me hop off this Zoom real quick. All right. All right. So, uh, Bills, two and a half point favorite. Give me the Bills. Two right. and a half. I love Ooh, it. Okay. Devin Kane. Statement Kane? game for Josh Allen and company. Okay. Devin Kane, what about you? If the Bills win this game, mm-hmm. and I pick and I pick the Dolphins, and I see Christine Lisi on Monday, I can't, oh. I can't bear that stare. Yeah. I'm picking the Bills. Okay. Not to mention that there'll be no treats. When she comes to baking stuff for the whole staff, and you're going to be on the outside seeing people eat, as far as that goes. Harry Douglas, so so far you got the Bills. We got two that say the Bills are going to win this by more than two and a half. What about you? Man, I'm going down to Miami with my leopard speedos, baby. I'm rolling down the beach in my leopards. I'm going with the Dolphins. Okay. I'm going to say the Bills win this one. I'm going to say the Bills win it by more than three. I think they beat the Miami Dolphins, set the Dolphins back a little bit, because normally when you have a 70 burger like they put on the Denver Broncos any game like that it never happens that way again as great as that offense is I'm taking Bill's Mafia over fins up when it comes to Miami versus Buffalo Bill's a two and a half point favorite I love you Christine Lisi yeah don't punk up now <laughs> Ravens at Browns Browns a three-point favorite this game in Cleveland against the Baltimore Ravens like we mentioned Harry Douglas and Steve Levy will be on the call for that game on ESPN radio on Sunday in Cleveland cars begin to noon eastern time all right Devin Kane go first since Shanna Pence a chicken so this these lines were, and I I think Deshaun Watson's going to play right, but this line was pre him not passing today. Yes, so I'm going to use that to my advantage here. Okay, and I'm going to take the Ravens. I think this line will actually move more towards 
I like the Ravens. That. So I'm going to take I'm going to take the, the Ravens here. Good breakdown. All right, I like that. Well, well done by you. Stanford Steve has nothing on you on College Game Day. Devin, <laughs> well done. Santa Penn, your turn. Too many injuries for the Ravens. Give me the Browns. All right, you got that one. So one one. Harry Douglas. I'm going with the Browns because of the injuries that the Ravens do have all over the place, not just in one area. Yeah, playing this game in Cleveland with that defense, and they've been on the struggle bus, and you don't have Odell Beckham Jr. or Rashad Bateman, and the Browns will let you run the football. I'm with you guys. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns. Even the spread moves down to two, I still think they win that game by more than that. Patriots at Cowboys. Cowboys a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. This game is being played in Dallas. That could be a very nervous building if things aren't going well early, but the Cowboys, six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Patriots. Devin Kane, where do you stand? This is a tough one for me. Uh-huh. Because six-and-a-half is a lot of points. That's a big number. Yes, it is. The Cowboys coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to show people something. Yes, they will. Yeah. Give me the points. Pats. Okay. Oh. All right. Shannon okay. Penn, what you got? Okay. Oh, this is tough. If this was in Foxborough, Uh-oh. I would take the Pats and the points, but you got to give me the Cowboys here. Oh, we're taking the Cowboys with my more than six and a half. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, Mr. Ha- Mr. Harry Douglas? Oh, Wayne's World. Excellent. Cool, man. I'm going to go <laughs> with the Cowboys. Wow. I'm going Cowboys. Okay. Well, I don't want Nick Cardi's out tiebreaker. I was going to say, if you. So I'd rather Hell not. No. I'm going to take the Cowboys win by more than seven. That the Patriots still can't score. And that Cowboys defense, they were embarrassed by the Arizona Cardinals. They're not going to be embarrassed again on defense. That Patriots defense is a top 10 defense, no doubt about that. But they're going to play more snaps, and they're going to run into a real offense compared to last week when they allowed the Jets to stay close to them. I'm with you guys. I think the Cowboys win by more than six and a half. That offense will show something. They won't go one and five in the red zone. I got the Cowboys winning this by more than seven. Uh, Yes, Freddie, and and I'm so not on Nick Cardi's bandwagon right now he has no i would rather wagon. have food poisoning Pulse. where i'm throwing up and pooping at the same time before i want his input on our on our section right here that, that's how i feel nick do, right now do we feel worried at all that we took all favorites i don't know it just yeah it doesn't feel it, right to it, me it does but sometimes it can go against when that happens as far as that goes. And, and all home favorites by the way bills browns cowboys all playing at home oh our bet is made yep this is worse than we feared. Not as good as game night, though. <laughs> How would you know? You're not on the show. Get out of here, Nick. You're only on you know one what? night a week. How little, would you know? You little pep squeak. Exactly. You don't get the last one. Peon, Tommy, Pinko, <laughs> Everett Ian comes your way next. Have a great week and enjoy the football on Saturday and Sunday. For Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. As always, boo Nick Hardy. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast.